Hello, you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, episode 31, Elton and Granville. Enjoy! I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun. Um, that would have been better if I'm not on walnut. Yeah, I, was, I sort of thought I maybe halfway through that I thought I should not be crushing walnuts. Never mind, we're here now. Never mind, carry on. Um, do you want me to get my nails on those walnuts? No. No, vile. What a horrifying concept. Um, we are in Jessica's kitchen. We yep. are baking a cake. We're uh, roasting a squash. Yeah, so we're here. I'm staying here for Unite. Do I need to be stirring? Not really. I just stir. I'm helping. Um, I'm going to add something to that list. So, since, since last we spoke, since last we spoke, it's been my birthday. My birthday... 52 years old. 52. But you could pass 57 and the dusk was right behind you. Um, oh god. I had a nice birthday. You and I went out. Yes, we did. We went out for tea. Forgot to use my car to get discount uh, behind. I and I had a very, very strange meal. Um, it turned out to be quite nice, but it was lemon sorbet with chocolate. There was a slight miscommunication. And I ended up with lemon sorbet with chocolate sauce on it. Whereas I just had a straight up cream tea because I'm simple. No, hang on. <laughs> Yeah, no argument here. Uh, you, are, you are simple. Damned by my own words. We did that. <clears throat> we went around a wool shop. I say a wool shop, John knows. Um, we went to a bookshop. That was actually a bookshop. Actually a bookshop. Um, although it's owned by Waterstones. Oh, is it? Yeah, well, that's why it looks like Waterstones over True, there. yes, it does look a lot like Waterstones. But um, it's, you know, nicer. Fat chance. Then I had a three-day birthday weekend. Of course you did. Um, so, on Friday, this will be coming later in the show. Ding, do, 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 do. That's not what I mean. I'm doing countdown. I mean to do the... No, that's Kill Bill. I know, you're too much to do Pick the Pops, aren't you? Yeah. So on Friday, we went to the Knitting and Stitching Show, and then I went to the Goyle to see Blue Stockings on International Day of the Girl, a day nominated for Take Girls Education, so it's quite appropriate to see Play about drinking. You're going to want to stop talking about doing that because I can't, this is quite a... That's going to be difficult. I went to see Blue Stockings. It's all about girls trying to um, be allowed to graduate from uh, uh, Girton. Um, and they don't, they lose the vote, and this horrible man, uh, you know, they, they burn effigies of <laughs> feminists and stuff. Great, great work, the patriarchy. Um, and at the end, they put down some banners that said, The Girton girls finally achieved their dream of being able to graduate. 50 years later in 1948, and everyone in the audience cheered, and my friend Tara and I were like, This is not a victory. Yeah, what did the- 1958? 48. That was when the girls were first allowed to graduate from... In 1948? Yeah. Wait, where is this place? Cambridge. In Cambridge. Oxford. Cambridge. Yeah. But, no, just... Was this... Was this... Indicative so, of all universities everywhere? Yeah. had degrees before then. What? Women have been graduating from universities. For, um, for years. Um, yeah. Um, while Tara was at Oxford, her college celebrated... Like, the... A, a stupidly small birthday for at what point women were allowed in this college but um, I think it's because Cambridge and Oxford are the seat of prime ministers and sort of the future rulers so it was like well why should women want to graduate from Oxbridge and so I mean it's fine now yeah uh, but we went to see that it was great um, there was a bit where this man did a horrible horrible speech and obviously it was globe so everyone started booing him throwing peanuts yeah at one point he turned up at the couch and went and who would ever want to marry you? And somebody in the audience went, Well, who would you? <laughs> and then I, rather than booing, found myself going, Shame! 
No one took the, the guaranteed comedy route. Oh, Abba! <laughs> um, oh, you'll be pleased to hear this, Jessica. Yesterday, I finally, after after nearly six months, somebody said, are those your nails? And I said, I paid for them. <laughs> well done. Uh, of course, dead now. Um, so I went to that, and then on Saturday, I was in a play. Uh, and then on the Saturday night, went to a sleepover at my friend Izzy's house. And then... Um, on the Sunday, I went to Meat Liquor. Oh my god. That's the liquor that comes off meat, not a person who licks meat. But also, liquor as in hard liquor, because they sell cocktails. They sell one called Game Over, which we they limit to two per person. And we ordered, but they did not have all of the ingredients, so they could not serve us one. Which is fair, because it has seven different kinds of alcohol in it. I think we should have a podcast outing. Do you think that's enough? Mm, what of all that? Yeah. I would say another handful. Um, and then from that we went to the pub with uh, my chum for my birthday. And me, I went. That's why I said we. Right, okay. I'm, I'm not <laughs> the royal we. Um, but I, didn't, I wasn't at Meat Liquor, so it might have been you and Tara. Oh, yeah, it wasn't me and Tara. Yeah, I don't think Jessica would enjoy a... <laughs> I don't know, this game over scenario sounds quite enjoyable. You will recall, Jessica, perhaps, the um, week before I went to university, our father made us a pie that um, I had to stop halfway through eating just to have a think about because I thought I was going to cry because it was so good. Um, and biting into my uh, mushroom Swiss burger at Meat Liquor, I recaptured for the first time in over five years that same feeling. Maybe five years to the day, pretty much. Um, so that was good. Well done. I'm just going to wash my hands and be back into frostically. Okay, well, I'll keep talking. I am now a glasses wearer. Uh... Which is good, because they just acted as goggles as Jessica flicked cake batter in my eyes. It was a very small amount of cake batter. At the weekend, this weekend, I went to a girl guiding laser event at the Science Museum. Well done, you. Called Kaboom. And I dressed up as a cockroach. Obviously. I mean, that's that's every young girl's dream. Yeah. I want to... That's, you know what? Girl guiding is a lot of very good things. It gives girls many opportunities, including the opportunity to dress up as a cockroach. As we learned from my holiday... I will take any opportunity to dress up in fancy dress. In fact, I'm not interested in going to a museum if there's not an opportunity for me to dress up in fancy dress. Things I've done, uh, Roman, well, gladiatorial helmet, uh, kind of Greek helmet, Roman haruspex, big full beard, uh, I wore a bota, dressed up as a bishop, I've now added a cockroach. I'm doing quite well. What have you done in the last few weeks? Who are you? Because um, you'll note that I wrote the um, episode notes. You did. So on the back of my envelope, I provided the envelope. And it's nice doodles. Lovely. A heart, a flower, a star, and an eye. The window of the soul. Um, this looks really nice until you remember that this is just sloppy banana. Sloppy banana, sloppy banana. I mean, it looks, it looks fine. It looks sort of syrupy. Spoopy. <laughs> Have you done anything? Do you want to tell the dear listeners at home? I've done a lot of work. I've done a lot of sewing. Well, it's good to hear you're having fun. Um, I went to knitting and stitching show. I thought we were talking about a needle and thread. Well, that's awkward, isn't it? Well, I'll end it this bit. Um, so, uh, I've done all my bits of the intro. Uh, we're at the sleepover, we watched Populaire and ate two people separately thought they were made with the pizzas. That's awkward. No. That's excellent. And uh, my friend is and I wore matching pyjama tops. 
good. Of course, you do. I think we need more flour because we've got so much in. Walnut. Um, well, just matter. Well, the fork's gonna really. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not really measuring it to that kit, personally. Um, um, so that I could, then, if we move the fork in, then you can whisk it. Have you been anywhere? Have you been to any national bus? Parties? No, I went, I went, I went uh, shopping today and I bought some new boots. New boots, winter boots. boots. Shaboot, shaboot boot. And I am soon to be a glasses. Well, I wear glasses sometimes anyway. But I, I'm getting new specs next week. Strictly? It's understated for a Strictly update. So, Strictly update. Jessica, how many episodes have you seen since we last recorded a podcast? I've seen the second half of the one I watched last week. No, had you seen the first half? I've I seen, seen the second. No, other way around. I'd seen the first half, you'd seen the second. And uh, that's literally exactly what I just said, isn't it? Yeah, and that's the one we've already talked about. So, um, so none. I'll well, be delivering this. Uh, I've, I've watched the other half of the one we already talked about, So, but none since then. It was going well. Well done, Lee. Dave Myers um, and Hair in a Ponytail and looked about a thousand times better for it. Dave is still in. Good. Obviously, this, this series of Strictly is revolving around Dave off of the Hairy Bikers. Um, he did a passadoble with a facial expression that I cannot put into words, um, but it was pretty good. And uh, was it was he trying to do a passadoble expression or was he just having a lovely old time? Right? It was a bit like Nick Miller's Nick turtle, Miller's turtle face. But more so. Nick um, Miller, Nick Miller. He's a stone cold killer. Nick Miller, Nick Miller never does anything. So he's still in, but not at the expense of anyone who should have stayed. It's not got to the point where really good people are going home and a man who fundamentally can't really dance staying in. Right. But he's just so lovely. He does he just looks like he's so excited about things. Yes. And like Karen is such a good time. sport because you could be like, Oh, I've got this slightly fat middle-aged man who can't really dance and instead she just seems to adore him I think he is probably just a nice person to can I eat this? no um, so that's good uh, Sophie Unexpected is a lovely Charleston they, uh, last week they covered up her tattoo and it was a lot better she's got a quite well, hideous she's tattoo she's got an, a very unfortunate tattoo on her one of her shoulders I thought she could laser that that's it's difficult to discuss street because obviously you've not yeah, so it's like it's like you don't care. Well, I do, but I see because I'm at work when it's on. I have to watch an iPlayer. Well, I have to watch everything on iPlayer. Um, so if I don't get round to it, then I just I don't. I don't Can I just rate something? This is an issue with you. Yeah, people of the world. If I say I videoed something, I like Julia McDonald double star this week. Oh dear. Um, exactly. If I say I videoed something, yeah. Obviously, I don't mean VHS. Yeah. But loads of people, I say, oh, I videoed it and I watched it later. And they're like, on VHS? No, but it's just the standard for... Am I I alone yet? Oh, I'm sorry, I DVR'd it. Is that what they want to hear? I hard drive it. I just... It really really grinds my gears. And I just want to share with the group. Obviously, no one's videoing things. It's 2013. I'm asking people videoing things. Yeah, I mean... That's obviously fine. I've got a walnut in my throat. Jessica, you um, are in the unfortunate position of it's your song now. Yes. What's your song? It's up enough. Really? Oh. No. Oh, God. <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> uh, I thought you lost it. Yes, I can. Right. 
Uh, oh, no, right, this needs to be registered in the oven, though. It's like... We should we get the squash out then? Yeah, we should. Okay, so you're gonna do a song? Yeah, so I... I because I've been cooking, I haven't really... Maybe, maybe, if you haven't uh, wasted one by trying to retroactively change one from the previous episode, then you've had one in your arsenal. Just putting that out there. If you haven't tried to bend the rules of the podcast... Jessica, your song by Elton John. Oh my god, that's a good song. We'll go with that. Is that going to be your song? Saturday Night's Alright for a fight. That's not even what that song is called. And in the depths. So I like uh, rocker man, please. <laughs> Sorry seems to be the hardest bird. <laughs> yeah, by um, Benny. <laughs> by Blue. Benny and Benny and the Jeps. <laughs> Goodbye, Yellow Brick Municipal Parkway. <laughs> Uh, why am I being John Richards' impression of Russell Howard, you ask? Well, because it's the fun voice. This is a really good game. Alligator Rock? <laughs> <laughs> I've been forced to watch a lot of Doc Martin with the parents and so the characters talk like that. Because it's set in the... Yeah, because it's set in uh, Yorkshire. Um, so, Jesper is having the collected oeuvre of Elton John. You have ruined this podcast. <laughs> 31 episodes. <laughs> And you've spoiled it now. Uh, and considering that I have behaved pretty badly through almost all of the recordings. You are welcome. Um, top vibes! Top vibes. <laughs> and also, you don't seem to care about the jingles. Ladies and gentlemen, a breakdown in action. This is going to happen. We're not going to edit it. This is going to be real time and it's going to be submitted as evidence. Now I'm laughing and I'm trying to put cake in the pan. That's no excuse. Delia can host a television programme while she puts cake in Do you like my really nice spatula, though? Um, I was a bit concerned that it came out of the drawer too hard and you had to reattach the head. <laughs> oh, yeah, because that way you can wash it properly. Top vibes! Top vibes. First album. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to have to wind myself up. Also, I appear to be directing this to the microphone as there a camera because it's at head height. <laughs> because where is the camera? It's in a cupboard right now. You, you actually just said camera then as well. Oh no, I've lost it. Uh, so this week was International Day of the Girl last Friday. Um, Malala Hala! Um, so previously we have done our top five real lady role models. Yes. And that's lots of carrot. Excuse me a second. Uh. Oh, good thing I wasn't wearing my glasses. Um, so this, that's the oven being opened. This week we are doing our top five fictional lady role models. Now, I wrote this list on your behalf. You did. Basically what happened is I, um, oh no, well according to that, that college in London, South London, you can't start something basically. Um, I just shouted out names and Rosie just wrote them in the order that they were said and then when we when I reached five they went on the honourable mentions list. So somebody take these walnuts away. Okay. Oh, I've got a Snapchat from my friend Angeli. Oh that's good. That is fried eggs on toasted mushrooms. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. Right, well, in a particular order. Um I have first off I'm gonna stop banging that coloured door because that's annoying. I have a controversial option. I've gone for Disney Princess. That's fine. I think it's fine. I think it's okay. Because they all have, like, good qualities. Not all of them. What is Snow White bringing to the table? Some of them, have good, some of them better than others. The, the re- more recent Disney Princesses bring, bring a lot more to the table. Um, so yeah, so I've gone for Tiana, or The Princess and the Frog. 
um, because even though she spends several days as a frog and then gets her prince and becomes a princess and has therefore untold wealth because he's then no longer cut off by his parents because he's, you know, manned up and found a wife and acted sensibly and not being an idiot anymore. Um, she still buys her restaurant that she wanted, that her dad said she had to work hard for. And they buy it with the money that she had made from her tips. Not with her husband's Not money. Not with her husband's money. Because she puts all the all the um, the uh, tin cans on the table with all her tips in at the end, and then they have their alligator friend looming up in the background to tell the frankly racist estate um, agents that uh, they will be accepting the original price, and this is our now our building. Thank you very much. Good day to you, sir. Also, that alligator is the cause of the single best scene in the entire film. <laughs> Whereas that jump cut to him playing trumpet on a steamer. <laughs> and then the band all looking around and realising he's real and running away. Yeah. Uh, Your next choice. My next choice is also from a Disney film, um, Miss Bianca from The Rescuers. <laughs> because um, she's well, she does all sorts of fantastic things and she rescues, th- rescues people and she looks great doing it. I mean, not enough people wear a pillbox hat while they're going about their adventures these days, I think. No. Uh, Anne Shirley from Anne of Green Gables. <laughs> the House on the Prairie. I think he has some sort of breakdown. From uh, <laughs> some old book in it. Some some old joke. <laughs> Canterbury Tales. I don't, know, I don't like all these accents because they. I think they're, they're not voices. They're new people rearing out. How do you know they're not? Oh God. Anyway, um, Anne Shirley from Anne of Green Gables and other following books uh, she's an orphan that's okay <laughs> <laughs> she's an orphan number four <laughs> well, I mean that's not really the main point she, she's very bright and she's she goes spirited. to university and she's spirited and she becomes a teacher and she and she speaks her mind she doesn't care what people think of her and she smashes a blackboard over Drew Bert Gilbert <laughs> she smashes a slate oh, over Gilbert Blythe's head because <laughs> he makes fun of her hair and see so you get what you deserve uh, Kat Stratford from Ten Things I Hate About You, who is uh, also Catherine from The Table of the Shrew. Yeah. Um, but I prefer Kat Stratford. I've never seen nor read The Table of the Shrew. I don't think I have either. I, I find the concept misogynist. I do, I do. But I have seen Kiss Me Kate several times. But I, yeah, I like Kat Stratford. She, again, speaks her mind and she's very bright and a um, little bit violent. And has really heavily influenced your music collection to this she day. Does. You played my music bad. I'm oh, sorry, you can't, won't hear a word said against Lester Sticlio. What is wrong with you? Nothing. Have you made your no one cry today? Not yet, but it's only 4.30. I thought you were asking me. The answer to that would be no. Uh, and number five, obviously it's no particular order, but it's the fifth one that I've read out. Mrs. Peel from The Avengers. Yeah. Not Marvel Avengers, not like Avengers Assemble. You can always tell when action's about to happen because she's wearing a catsuit. Uh, like in Third Rock from the Sun, you can always tell when Nina is about to engage in slapstick or could probably fall over because she's got trousers on. Yes. We've eaten dinner. We have. So, we return to top fives. Top, top fives. Uh, my ones. Let me just put my laptop down because the um, fan is making a noise making right a noise. to the... Number one. Joe March. Off of Little Women. Not Amy March. No, I hate Amy March. Everybody hates Amy March. What a stupid question. Why on earth would Laurie marry her? I'm still furious. And she only did it because she knew everyone wanted him to marry Joe. Anyway. By she, Rosie means Louise Um, 
Jo cuts all her hair off to sell so that people can have their money and she's fun and she gets her own needle over her gloves and burns a hole in her dress. It says Christopher Columbus. And there's Christopher Columbus. And, By way of ex- exclamation. Uh, and she writes a novel and then her horrible witch of a sister Amy burns it so she just writes it again. She's a great lady. Number two, Anne Shirley. Well, already done. She's an orphan. Oh my God. Again, not the most important <laughs> bit about her. Uh, number three, Linka Perflinger. You're going to need to explain this one because I haven't heard of her. Right, so you may recall, dear listener, dear avid listener, from the children's book special, I believe I mentioned Time Stops for No Mouse, which is my favourite book ever. And Time Stops for No Mouse is about Hermix Tantamok, who is a watchmaker. And uh, then one day, uh, adventurer and aviatrix, Linka Perflinger Mouse. Maybe she's a different animal. I think she might be a mouse as well. She turns up and he she, he fixes a watch for her and then he goes to try to give it back to her because he's fallen for her. And then he gets caught up in the adventure. And she's, yeah, she's an aviatrix and she's a cool lady. Mouse. Good. Number four. Judy, nay, Jerusha Abbott. Yep. Um, from Daddy Long Legs. Because she reads a lot and she's very clever and fun. But also she marries a very handsome man. I imagine it's a book. I don't know. It's, it's in Daddy Long Legs. I just would like to be Judy Abbott. And not just because I think Jervis Pendleton might be the most perfect man. Spoiler! <laughs> this has come up before. I'm currently reading Daddy Longlegs and I've realised I think we th- we have come to this conclusion because of the musical. What, that do he's you, wonderful? Do you think that... Yeah, I mean, he is wonderful. What, mm. when, you, when, when you read it, do you see Rob Hancock? <laughs> yeah, maybe. But I didn't think that Rob Hancock was that, like, especially handsome. No, but that's... He was, he was very, very tall. Jervis. Oh, <sighs> And also, I suspect he is younger than Jervis is in the book, but we'll gloss over that and say that he's actually his age was in the you know musical. But then they, I think the actors are probably basically the same age. Yeah, yeah, that girl's not eighteen. No, she's <laughs> older than I am. Number five, C.J. Craig. Obviously, of course. Um, what can I say about C.J. that I haven't said before? Possibly because she was in my top five characters. I think um, she was. She's tall. She's clever. Tall, apparently, is a good thing. There's a second person in the space of two minutes who said, well done then, they're tall. That's why <laughs> yeah, I like but one of, them was like, one of them wasn't the character. One of them, that was an attribute for his... <laughs> he's, a, he's a good husband, because he's tall, obviously. <laughs> um, CJ is uh, a clever, funny, kind person who, again, has the um, nicest relationship outside that of the president and the, the first lady, Stockard Channing, when Danny King Hammond turns up and... Oh, and I watched that, and then I got hospitalised. <laughs> it was a really intense night. You know, these things all get caught up in each other. I don't think I could ever watch it again, because I'll probably get hospitalised. <laughs> okay. uh, you got psychosomatic gastroenteritis. Yeah. <laughs> honourable mentions, honourable mentions. I'm trying that out. Okay. Again, I've written all of these. It's fine. Um, no, some of those are mine. Oh, that's true. Uh, I put Hermione Granger. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, uh, but I don't think she's a role model for all her book, her smarts. But she is. But she does. Uh, she does one of the biggest sacrifices in the entire Harry Potter series. It's entirely glossed over, which is that before the start of book seven, she puts a spell on her parents so they forget who she is. Oh yeah. So that she that. can go, so that they won't get hurt if she goes. If uh, she doesn't come back. Yeah. <laughs> what a magnanimous gesture! It's not a gesture, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Mulan. Yes. She saves all of China. She does. 
she <laughs> for the squash, excuse me. She is a tall man. <laughs> she has a small dragon. And a, a cricket June bug. And a little cricket. And her dining habits brought us the phrase I brought you breakfast and it's happy to see you. <laughs> so really all to the good. Uh I put Ellie from up. She dies. Spoiler alert? No, it happens in the first four minutes. <laughs> she dies. She dead. She gone. But um, quite a crucial plot point that uh, she's that Carla's <laughs> The good thing I've got oh these glasses God. on so you can't see me weeping, am I right? Um but before that she is a spy long before that, she has a very long and fulfilling life. And is very happy. Apart from the fact she's barren. Oh, spoilers. Um, but she she says an adventure is out there. She's an adventurer and she has her adventure book. And she, she gets to do all her things. And then at the end, he's gone home. And the house is sitting by itself as it was in her picture. <gasps> Amy from The Big Bang Theory. Very good. Um, I put that for you. I um, What are you looking at? I'm just looking at my books. Yeah, I'm just leaning against them. Oh, it makes a good headrest. Yeah. Do you mind if I crush your books? No, that's fine. Jessica Kerr is on some kind of artsy party. <laughs> it looks very nice. I apologise. Thank you. I think it looks great. She has books lined up on the back of the sofa. Children's books, specifically. <laughs> well, they were the ones that didn't go on the shelf, you see, so I had a leftover stack of books, and I was like, oh my god, I've got bookends. Put them on my sofa. Um, Amy from The Big Bang Theory. She's not a role model at all. I just find it quite funny. Amy Farrah Fowler. Yeah. Uh, Eowyn. In the Lord of the Rings. Oh, yes, very good. Because the Witch King says, No man can kill. He's, I don't know who plays him. <laughs> no man can kill. It's David Bowie. <laughs> no man can kill me. Who is that? Nobody talks like <laughs> that. Nobody talks like that. Um, ah, it's Brown Cartsbury. Uh, no, no man can. It's Billy D. Williams. He says, No man can kill me. And she says, Such Strike a light. <laughs> Shut that door. Fetch a cloth, Granville. <laughs> I am no man. Nurse Gladys Emanuel. <laughs> and then she kills him. Captain Janeway. Because Captain yes. Janeway, um, A, was the first uh, female captain in Star Trek of presented the to the fine people. And she managed to She's rise. not the captain of the Enterprise, Jessica. Sorry, yes, yeah, she's the captain of the Voyager of Star Trek. And also... She gave us the haircut that Hilary Mantel now well, has. Well, I was about to say, and she managed to rise above that terrible hairstyle. So and they, they, they gave her uh, and uh, and get a bob, which was much better. Yeah. So good, good for Captain Janeway. Uh, Kim Pine. If your life had a face, I would punch it. You're the salt of the earth. Oh, thank Thanks, you, Kim. I meant the skin of the earth. Kim Pine is a drummer, so you like that girl drummer. So win, winning points already. She's sarcastic. Cool. Uh, very angry. There's very a lot of anger. There's a lot of rage. Yeah. She's she's got a bit of a Cat Stratford thing going on as well. Yeah. In that sort of ilk. You did the next one. I did Cher Horowitz. Um, questionable role model, but she does nice things. Like her heart is always in the right place. It's Calvin Klein. This isn't a liar. These people lost all of their possessions, Daddy. Don't you think they what that would include athletic equipment? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. She helps out the Pismo Beach disaster and gives away everything, including her skis. Yeah. And she manages to bag Paul Rudd, who I assume is of above average height. Uh, next up on the honourable mentions, Heather from Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. 
this was come up with immediately following on from Cher Horowitz. I can't quite remember why. Anyway, um, she's a an inventor and um, she's really funny. And also angry and sarcastic. Um, I've put Lady Sybil in yes. this world. Oh, and Granny Weatherwax. Yeah. And Nanny Og. I mean, and Nanny Og. <laughs> For different reasons. They, they all bring different things to the table. Um, but I like Lady Sybil. We should maybe not eat pudding while we're hanging around because somebody did that on a podcast I listened to the other day and it was really annoying. Oh, I apologize. <laughs> I, could, I could tell that they were eating a bowl of ice cream or something at the other end of Skype. Oh. Uh, um, I've put the Gilmores, the Gilmore girls. Yeah. Both Rory yeah. and Lorelai. 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 Um, for they speak very fast, which is something I appreciate. Um, we were going to do the Rory Gilmore reading challenge. Oh, what was that? Reading all of the books that she all reads? All of the in books the... that are mentioned throughout all the seasons. Oh, of course, yeah. Could you do the Lane, King, Lane, Lane Kim listening challenge, which is where you have to listen to all of the music that Lane mentions? Yes, but it only qualifies if you go out with Adrian Brody. No, not Adrian Brody. That's very different. Adam Brody. <laughs> Adam Brody. <laughs> That'd be a very different episode of Gilmore Girls. Oh, quite dark, I imagine. Yeah. Well, on that. <laughs> um, and Sally Lockhart, because she's a cool detective. Hmm. Hmm. I'm sure there are a million and one people we've forgotten. Yeah, but these are the ones that we thought of. And it's important not to spend too much track, because otherwise you just be like, oh, I, do, I want yeah. Buffy, Xena, uh, Princess Leia. Princess Leia. Yeah, so that's your lot. You're getting it. My song! Your song. Well, I started singing it because it's my song, and then you were singing it, and then... Uh, you said you nearly had it. I, I, I nearly had that one. I, I, just, I, really, I haven't done a proper song this week. Uh, you've just decided that Elton... Well, you were mucking The entire move of Elton John with my song this week. Well, right, you can have yours, but you have to say it immediately after I say mine. So I'm going to have Lordy uh, singing Royals, which is a very good song. She's about 12 years old. She's not 16, she's from New Zealand. Uh, it's just very nice. Jessica, what's your song? The entire river of Elton John. I knew you would. The Elements by Tom Lehrer. No, Be Prepared by Tom Lehrer. <laughs> uh, Bake Off update? Doesn't have a jingle. Bake Off update, really. Well, no, it doesn't. Bake Off? No, that's the Charmin jingle. <laughs> um, uh, Jessica has just... Elle Woods. Uh, yeah, I guess she's kind of a role model. Even worse than Cher Horowitz, but never mind. She's so much better than before. Yeah. As long as you ignore the second film. Obviously. Bake Off update. Uh, Jessica's just done my incredible... <laughs> an impression of my incredible impression of Howard. And you... Uh, well, where's my... Where's my custard? Uh, uh, it's a little... What? It's a little silver bear, Paul. It's gone, it's gone. It was that it better. just became weird. It was like Alan Bennett reading uh, The Wind of the Willows. Um, where's me custard? That's it. Where's me custard? <laughs> um, uh, I don't know where he's from. So, we are about to go into the final. Yes. Dear listener. At seven o'clock, there's a What Did They Do Last Year? I'm so excited. No, sorry, there's a Where Are They Now? <laughs> what Did They Do Last Year? Probably they were on Bake Off. I'm so excited to see more footage of James. <laughs> He's tall. <laughs> uh, <sighs> funny little bee. Uh, so we've gone to the final. Becca's gone. 
Christine's gone. Glenn's gone. Howard's gone in the worst moment of Bake Off. What I like about him is he actually did not go very far in the competition, but he is a standout performer. He got more than halfway. Yeah. But, you know, from last... I don't think I can recall that many people from last year who were... No, but then that was a year ago. True. Yeah, but none of them were as good as Howard, except Jane. Okay. Paul. Um, Scottish as well. Tick, tick. So while I'm disappointed that Howard's not going to win, I assume he's doing fine. Because everybody immediately gets, like, a media career out of this. Yeah. I am That's team final. Francis. I think I'm team Francis as well. She... I like all of them, and I think all of them deserve to be in the final. Ruby's a crier. Yes. She needs to get a ruddy grip. I read in the, in the Radio Times that she... That, um, She's only been baking for about six months. Yeah, I know. And she's like, I didn't really know what I was thinking. I just thought it might be fun. And she really enjoyed it. She she didn't know why she was crying. She was just mortified that she was crying (laughs) on television. Um, I do not care for Kimberly. I find her smug. Oh, I like Kimberly. Oh, no. This is what I don't like, is when they put a food item down and Paul says, "Uh, I don't like your flavours. And he's Welsh. Um, And... (laughs) And she does this thing where she sort of tilts her head back and raises her eyebrows and kind of goes, oh, in a, like, a, wow, that's your, oh, that's really surprising, because actually, Paul, I thought, I don't like them. I didn't warm to Becca, but I, I liked her. Oh, I really like Becca. But she made a cheesecake. <laughs> a cheese? Don't, don't do an impression of cheesecake. <laughs> I do the impressions on this podcast. Garlic. And bread. I see, terrible. He's not Welsh either. No, <laughs> Yes, I very much like all of Frances's beautiful bits. Her opera cake looked absolutely beautiful. Yes. Yeah, everything just is beautiful. And they go, oh, it doesn't taste very nice. I don't care. I'm picking food on what it looks like. Yeah. Well, it looked like. Well, it looked <laughs> like. like. Well, it looked like. <laughs> uh, whereas Ruby's little garden thing, the shed is collapsing. And she didn't even rescue it in the abandoned derelict barn way. <laughs> but I thought it was, because usually she's quite um, demoralised by some of the things she's yeah. made and stuff. And they were actually, they were so pleased when she said it was the best thing I've it's the best looking thing I've ever made. If it wasn't the best looking thing yeah, in the tent. presented to them that evening, she was pleased. You know, mm. like she felt like she'd achieved something. I like the things that look like brains because there's a recipe for it in a kids cookbook yeah. I have. Oh my God, but that's is, made by you buy a strawberry swiss roll, and then you make the strawberry angels light. light and just whack it in there, and it takes mm, fourteen know, seconds. Fourteen seconds, and then you have Hagrid's it. chocolate mess. Hagrid's chocolate mess. The finest. If we do top five puddings, that's probably going on it. <laughs> Spoiler alert: next week, snack of the day, marmalade bread and butter pudding. What's that in your your chubby chops, Jessica? Oh, marmalade bread and butter pudding. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my custard? Needle and fed. Needle and fed. So we went to the knitting and stitching show in Ali Pally. We did with about a hundred GCSE textile classes as well. Well, I I arrived separately from you and. Um, I was walking along the, the seafront, as it were. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you always think it feels like being on the sea? On like every time I walk along there, I just think about the time that the guy that plays Pete Tyler, Rose's dad from Doctor Who, cycled past me. <laughs> so I was like, Ali Pally, where an episode of Doctor Who happened? Pete Tyler was on more than one episode of Doctor Who. Very good. Anyway, and I was walking along with all the old ladies that had got off the coach, and I found some sick formers, so I blended into mm. them, and it was fine. Mm. Um. It's it's quite a big show. I was exhausted. You have to you take you have to take a whole day. I <laughs> take a run at it. Bring a packed lunch. Yeah, obviously take a packed lunch. Um, Stop for tea at regular intervals. Yes, we went. Uh, it was a good. I possibly enjoyed it more than last time, but there weren't so many interesting things. There were more interesting quilts the last time we went. 
Uh, yeah. Um, there were fewer items of uh, very hungry caterpillar quilt making kits. True, true. They yes. came in two years ago. Um, but it was no, it was very good. I bought um, some mint wool with which to make a cropped cardigan. Uh, I don't have a pattern. Um, and the most exciting thing is that I got um, a Knit Your Own Humphrey from Humphrey's Corner. Humphrey's Corner is a series of books, children's books, greeting cards, toys of these little cute elephants, Humphrey being the main one, and that I have loved for about 14 years now. And I saw on their Facebook page that they were going to have um, a Knit Your Own uh, and Sew Your Own set, and uh, I was walking through and I heard somebody in the stall telling somebody about, oh, you know the character Humphrey? And I whipped around... And I took out several it old ladies in the process. With my massive rucksack, I purchased it on the spot. Um, Jessica, you bought some wool. Well, I bought a, I bought some some yarn to do um, uh, specifically for a pattern that I found. Uh, it's from the Debbie Bliss Blue Faced Lester DK book book, uh, and the pattern is. <laughs> well, there's a story in this. Um, we went to a particular stall and they had a, a jumper hanging up because they'd knitted up example. They had knitted up examples of um, uh, some of the patterns that were available to buy. Uh, and I saw a jumper that I rather liked and I thought, oh, that would be very nice and quite fun to knit because it's got sort of cables and bobbly bits on it and it's three quarter length sleeve. And then a um, and then a, a kind of slightly uh, how would you describe the collar as slightly frilled, like a kind of uh, one of those wavy pie crust dishes not quite a pie crust collar but it yes. does look like one of those frilled ramekins yep anyway uh so i said oh how can i have a look at that jumper there do you have a pattern for this and he said oh it's actually in that book it's that children's tunic that you've just looked at <laughs> <laughs> so it's actually for small children ah, so i'm going to knit up the uh the ages seven to eight uh in the aaron tunic dress outrageous um and i've got some yarn for it but i i because they had a knitted up example of it uh, i was able to see that it, it looks ex- it's it's the same size as jumpers that i wear yeah we just trust it's a big tunic dress it's a big a tunic dress they have a picture of a small child wearing it and it like it's big and baggy and comes down to her knees and the and the arms it's got dropped shoulders on it so on me the shoulders would be in the right place so um so yes yeah, so i'm gonna do that and i've got some i've actually it's uh don't hate me but it's acrylic because I don't wear wool. But it's quite nice, isn't it? The sheeps have been bred, so they need to lose their wool. So you're going to use, you're going to lead to some very sweaty, overheating sheep. You don't really understand veganism, do you? No, I really don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> Meat liquor. But they're, they're only there because we've made them, like humans have... Well, it's a bit late now, isn't it? <laughs> In for a penny. In for a sweaty sheep. In for a penny, in for six balls of wool. The problem is, Jessica, is as they heat up, the wool shrinks and it gets tighter and tighter. Sounds nice. I do, I do sometimes wear wool, but I've, I've stopped buying it. Um, on the grounds that you could just find it on like fences and stuff, for where they've like, rubbed against them. Do you think... Uh, also, you... it's a grown out of a sheep. You don't wear someone else's hair. That's weird. Jessica, you own extensions. Shut up. <laughs> Bought them for a fancy dress party. It doesn't count. What? <laughs> If you ate a steak at a fancy <laughs> fancy dress party, um, if you wore a Lady Gaga meat dress, would that count? No. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> you confused me. I wasn't, I wasn't really listening Look to... Look at Lucy, how I dance around <laughs> you with language. I wasn't really listening to the question, for being um, honest. I have not done any knitting in a while. Since I made the extravagantly large zombie slouch hat, I realised I was saying to Jessica, here's the girl. 
uh, or we ate, that um, we talked about knitting. I didn't mention any of the patterns, any of the wool. Um, so maybe I'll do an update because I think I need to frog it, but it's the zombie slouch hat. Zombie killer slouch hat that's based on a hat that somebody wears in the film Zombieland. Psycho killer. Qu'est-ce que c'est? So there's zombies and there's zombies. Oh, I also bought a fat quarter of um, Parisian-style designs. There's the Eiffel Tower. There's... Fat quarters always end up bigger than I think they'll be. Yeah. I know it's silly because they come in little bundles. I assume they're quite small. But actually, they you know... You get a decent amount for doing That's a, a few, big napkin. A few squares for um, for a quilt. I'm going to make this into a cushion cover. Um, so yeah, so it's got a gatto and some perfume and uh, the Eiffel Tower. Designed by Belbu. Designed by Belbu. <laughs> I like also that their, um, their colour uh, chart printing, you know, where, they, where it tells you how to, the you know, for the print run is bunnies. Yes. <laughs> Most mm -hmm. people just use dots. They've got bunnies. Uh, bottle of wine, keys, cherubs, little fat babies with things. <laughs> what do you, what's on your needles at the moment, Jessica? Do you have anything? On my needles at the moment uh, is that hat. Yeah. Still. It's, it's going a hell of a lot better than it went last time. Um, and I've just, I've, I've done the, um, the hat band and I've moved on to the main body. What have we seen this week? What have, have we, we seen, seen this week? week? Hey. Um, so Issa Chandra, who uh, does Post Punk Kitchen, the PPK, and a series of books, uh, Vegan Cupcakes Take Over the World, most notably. PP cake. <laughs> That's what I thought you said. Yeah, so she has a new book out called Issa Does It. See what she did there? Yes, I do. Um, and there are a series of films are available on YouTube. Um called Make It Vegan and they're just little short videos uh, of vegan recipes and they're quite jolly and also very excitingly is that four episodes of Postpunk Kitchen have now been put on YouTube so I couldn't find them for a while and they're back woohoo the old cable access show um this week I saw a series of Vine films that really remained on Vine involving a cuddly toy Walter from the Muppets film. Looks remarkably like intern Walter, actually, doesn't he? He does look a lot like intern Walter. It's interesting that they're named and dressed and they're clearly made the same way. <laughs> but, um, it's, so he, he's being he's being a creepy person and it's very well done. He keeps popping up in places. But it made me laugh because my friend Lewis and I uh, constantly Snapchat photos of uh, our Walters at each other. <laughs> Can I finish my pudding now and paint my nails? Yeah. Can Are we, we done? I'm done. Well, that's happened. more and to look at our show notes you can visit our website at rosieandjessica.co.uk you can email us at say hello to rosieandjessica at gmail.com or you can follow us on twitter the day of fun show you can listen to our shows on mixcloud or you can download us from itunes see you soon